Today, March 5th, the Maryland Department of Health is confirming the first three cases of COVID-19 in Maryland. Maryland's Governor Larry Hogan, one Calvert County resident, now confirmed by essential businesses in the cases state. continue to rise. The first confirmed Maryland's case in Southern Maryland, one thousand confirmed cases now. Maryland's governor Maryland's has been Department making around struggling to keep up with all of the Maryland cases has confirmed, that are being confirmed its first death from COVID-19. Over 10 deaths in Maryland confirming today there are The governor of Maryland is now issuing a stay-in-place Maryland order. concerned about becoming the next hotspot for the coronavirus. My name is Zach Hill. I'm a college student and I am a staff reporter for an online news organization in Maryland, thebaynet.com. I've been a reporter there for almost two years now. Ever since I started, I've been fortunate enough to get to cover some really big stories around our area. I've gotten to interview celebrities like Gavin McGraw and a couple members of Earth, Wind & Fire. I have phone numbers for a ton of politicians in Southern Maryland. But I've, I've been doing something new lately. Today, I'm reporting that there are 1,413 confirmed cases of the coronavirus in Maryland. You know, when I came home for spring break from James Madison University, I decided that I would start writing again because apparently I don't know how to take a break. But I didn't realize that what I'd end up reporting on would be the reason I wouldn't be going back to Harrisonburg this semester. My bread and butter reporter beat is St. Mary's County government. I sit through hours of commissioner meetings every week, and I found it pretty odd that my first day back to writing, my headline was, Coronavirus Cancels Commissioner's Meeting. I didn't know a thing about this virus, and I won't pretend I know much more about it today, but at that moment, it had just canceled my regularly scheduled programming and I wasn't very happy about it. Unfortunately, I didn't know there would be much worse news to cover over the next couple of weeks, but I'd stay busy. Friday the 13th at almost 8 p.m., I get a call from Todd Morgan. He's one of our county commissioners, but I let it go to voicemail. Hey, it's Morgan. Tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., plus or minus, they will declare state of emergency in St. Mary's County at the EOC. I need you there for coverage and make sure Baynet gets this stuff out there fast so you're ahead of the game instead of behind the curve. As you can imagine, I scrambled to call him back as soon as I heard the message and I showed up bright and early the next day to get what I thought was going to be the biggest story of the month. Spoiler alert, it wouldn't be. Me and one other reporter from a local newspaper show up for this press conference. This other reporter works for the paper I actually used to intern at. He really was like my mentor into journalism. Um, so it was nice getting to catch up with him. He's a pretty weird guy. Anyways, him and I go into what I can only describe as the county's war room, you know, with like maps all over the wall and then one of those big red countdown clocks. With six county commissioners and executives in the room, we were given the chance to ask them pretty much anything we wanted about the state of emergency that had just been declared that morning. That was definitely a peak moment of my journalism career so far. Fast forward to March 19th. MDH puts their morning update out on cases across the state at 10 a.m. 107 was the total for that morning, but most people were caught up on the breaking news that Maryland's governor, Larry Hogan, had just decided to close down all entertainment venues and to ban gatherings of over 10 people. But I wasn't caught up on that. One of our target markets counties, uh, Calvert County to be specific, had confirmed its first case of the virus. Except there was no press release and no other news outlet had reported on it yet. I was wondering if I missed something, so I called the health department, and they said they'd have someone call me back. About five minutes later, a PIO gets on the horn with me and is describing everything about the case that they're legally allowed. I remember getting off the call and thinking, wow, 
I'm about to break this story. But I still had to act fast. I called our site scheduler, Joe, to tell him he needed to bump anything he had planned because I had the scoop. That story also briefly became my most read story at almost 40,000 reads. For context, my most read story before that had been about Maryland's minimum wage going up, and that only had 20,000 reads. This whole issue that took me out of school in Virginia has been a curse, but also has really been a blessing for my career. I'm fortunate enough to be building my resume while this whole global pandemic is going on around me. I know that this virus is still going to cause plenty of damage, and to a certain degree, I'm just happy I still have a job right now. I know our local papers already started laying off people. But right now, I also feel like the job of a reporter is viewed very differently. Instead of hating us, people are actually reaching out and thanking us. I really hope when this is all done, maybe some trust in the media will be restored.